You're listening to The Quarantine Season, episode 140, recorded on September 1st, 2020, live from Austin, Texas, with host Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Kate Priestley. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Welcome to episode 140 of Comedians Interviews, uh, presented by the amazing and talented Music First Hand. We are here with the incredible, whom we cannot believe we've never had on the show before, Kate Priestley. Thank Hello. you. Oh my God. Uh, this is, whoop, I just punched my microphone. Uh, this is my amazing co-host, Kim Stacy. I am Becky Jo Neal. And again, episode 140, I think... We met Music First Hand had a benefit concert at Fourth Tap in like 2017, 2018, uh, the very baby birth of uh, comedians interviewing musicians. And Kate and KP and the Boom Boom were gracious enough to be on there uh, as a guest. And it was incredible show, super, super fun. Um, so thank you for actually being on the podcast. I'm so glad we finally got you here. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, uh, been a while i know with covid as well we had to um push it back a little bit but really happy to be here to see you and uh yeah still playing music from home heck yeah Uh, are you doing like live stream shows um i've had a few so more um more certain private gigs have been online um and i might we might have some uh more live stuff coming up before um my baby is born but uh but we'll see i i've I've still got to settle up the details and and confirm a couple more things so that there might be a few more shows before december yeah that's so exciting yes and if uh obviously people who are here with us tonight watching our good friends of kate you know, she is expecting a little babe and she is still rocking and rolling through COVID. And congratulations from everyone here at the Music for Santa family. It oh, thank an you. Honor. We've, we've had a couple of, I want to say that we've had at least one other baby on this show in a womb. Maybe we didn't know about it. I want to, I'm going to have someone fact check that. Out of 140 episodes, odds are we've had a pregnant person on the show, right? Yeah. Clearly. If not, Welcome to the show, tiny baby in belly. Well, also, like, what a <laughs> great time to be pregnant because you're at home and no one can touch you. So no one can come be like, can I touch your belly? Oh. <laughs> you know, we we found out we were pregnant three days after they announced lockdown. And so, yeah, the whole time uh, I've been pregnant, basically, in, in uh, this covid period but you know in some ways it's great you know when you're getting morning sickness and stuff like that like running to the bathroom all the time my husband would put on eye of the tiger as motivation (laughs) like no lie he would like bluetooth it straight away and put it on the speakers to to like help me through how many times i was vomiting every day (laughs) that's 
dogs. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I miss seeing certain friends and, you know, celebrating mm-hmm. as well the bump. But as you're right, I definitely am not getting the creepers just touching the bump. Yeah, well. being in the grocery store <laughs> and be like, oh my gosh, whatever you do, can I touch your belly? No, <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> There's such a, I, there are so many, I, I know. Why would you ever... Like, if you're just like, oh, my God, that's a beautiful uh, Reptar Band-Aid. Can I touch it? Like, no. Why would you touch anybody's anything on another thing? Like, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not. But there is just a boundary, man. Like, boundaries. Uh, we have ooh, we have lots of people here commenting. Oh, Misty. Don Nelson's here. Love you. Love you. Love you, Misty. Miss you. Oh, Cher T is here from Cher T Realtors. She's one of our spotlight uh, tears. If you need to sell a house or buy a house in this time, Cheryl T. Cher Tepper. She's the best. Oh, yeah. God. And Waffles is here, so good to know. Um, oh, and Kate, she says she saw you, saw your band at the W Pool Party a couple years ago, and you guys rock. Oh, cool. nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isabel Stella Garcia says, hello, Kate. Hello. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> uh, oh, and, Liz, uh, actually, that's another Brit, a fellow Brit who lives yes. in Austin. Well, it has to be. Okay. My parents' deaf dog just straight up bursted into your hi, Peter. Would you like to say hello? I just remember going, no, no, no. That doesn't help. Uh, well, we'll be fine. Uh, is his like, name Peter? Did you just say that? Well, he doesn't know that, but yes, his name is Peter. Hi, Pete. Oh, because he's deaf. I get it. I just came here with a tiny squirt bottle. All the dogs and myself are getting sprayed. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, good to know. Oh, Quarantine is fun, you guys. Here. Sorry, this is my life. I live in a literal zoo with a bunch of dogs. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say thank you to all of our sponsors and patrons. We adore you. We have a couple of them before we get into some music. We've got Share Tea Realtors, Avi, and Waffles a Chicken Purse. Uh, Gerald Bailey, mm-hmm. Gerald Bailey Cooks. Uh, recipes and cooking online at jerobaycooks.com. Jake Farr of Far Guitar Studios. If you need a baby guitar lesson, uh, please hit up Jake Farr. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but she didn't like it either. Um, we also have Ashley Weber Yoga for all of your stretching needs. Uh, the Debbie Stanley. If you want to talk to Debbie Stanley about a home concert, live streaming or live, uh, tech to talk to Debbie Stanley. She is one of our good friends. Uh, and thank you for everyone joining us, as well as the Wallens. They've been yeah. a longtime supporter and patron. And, uh, like, they've been on the show, like, two or three times. We adore them. Check out the Wallens if you like some really sweet, beautiful, wholesome couple traveling around the world making lovely folk music. They're just precious. Um, they're perfect. Uh, Kate, if you're having a good time, Kate, we pinned her Venmo. So throughout nice. the show, periodically, if you feel the need to throw some money in Kate's direction. Mind you, she's pregnant. We will we will plug this as a guilt trip all day. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Definitely. This is she's the baby, the baby playing for two. Right yeah, yes. she's playing for two. So get it together. Oh, <laughs> Michelle Samuel says, love you, Kate. Oh, uh, hey, Michelle. Oh, and uh, oh, sorry. Georgina Mitchell says, my mate, Kate. I don't know. Oh. There's so many Another good comments. Another Brit in Austin. There's a pack of us. Oh my God, I love it. Do you guys have meetings? Um, no, you know, I only ever went to one like British meetup. Uh, I've been here 10 years now. Um, and it was at the great, the, the British cafe that just closed down the, what was it? The, the full English on Manchac. 
Oh, um, yeah. Wait, yeah, it's it gone like now? A, it's gone, yeah. It closed last month. Uh, they tried to hold on, and it was one of the businesses that um, didn't survive COVID, unfortunately. I really enjoyed going there whenever I was kind of missing England, getting yeah. a English breakfast and a flapjack and some Heinz yeah. beans as well. Uh. <laughs> mm, you're making me so hungry. Oh, my dog too now. See, so this is, we live in zoos. Sorry. Uh, well, King, it, well, we'll have to definitely find a new place. If anybody in the comment section knows of anywhere in Austin to get a full English breakfast that's not someone's creepy uncle's house, we are down. Uh, I, that's, that's, a, that's few and far between. People talk shit about beans on toast. They've never had beans on toast. They've never had beans on toast. You know, I put a bit of grated cheese in there as well and some black pepper and just finishes it off. That's the, that's the gourmet way. All I heard was cheese. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, it's like, so that's, that's like where you're from in UK. I was like, that sounds very Tex-Mex UK of you. You're just add a little shredded um, cheese. Huh, yeah. I mean, I guess that would, that would, that does sound like a Tex-Mex way, but um, no, it's just, it's something that I think I started doing at college. So I learned it from somebody else. So I learned it from another, another friend at college that the best way is to add cheese. And you can also put Heinz baked beans in shepherd's pie as well. That's like another thing I think I learned when I was at university as well is that you can mix it up and just throw some Heinz beans in your shepherd's pie mix as well. That is genius. Why have I never thought of putting... Okay. <laughs> you go to everything. To make bean shepherd pie. That makes me so hungry right now. Uh, <laughs> Hiba uh, says you look adorable. Oh, thank you, Hiba. And Carrie says, thank you, thank you, Kate, for carrying my granddaughter. Oh, that's so nice. Hey, Carrie. And David Bernard uh, did a drooly face. (laughs) That's, that's my husband. So he's, he's allowed to creep. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's about the food, but also, David, you're allowed to do that towards your wife, too. (laughs) Constantly, if my if I ever marry somebody and they don't drool react to every time I'm on oh yeah, if they don't send a drool emoji, I'm divorcing you immediately. (laughs) I need an eggplant. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think we're ready for our first song. Oh yeah, yes, give Give it it up, up. Kate Priestley, ladies and gentlemen. Back into the future, so much changed. You got some new pain to show up for your queen. I left that little girl to go beyond the shore. But things have brought me back to the place that I am from. Gonna take a walk down North Bay, yeah. Sit and watch the time pass away It feels like the years of my life Are washing away But that tide keeps rolling in Oh, the tide keeps rolling in 
I didn't really notice what I had until it's gone My feet are firmly on the ground with the land that I am from I flew that little nest to go beyond the shore But things have brought me back to the place that I am from Gonna take a walk down North Bay, yeah and watch the time pass away It feels like the years of my life Are washing away But that tide keeps rolling yeah. Oh, the tide keeps rolling yeah. Rolling Some comments. Scott Collins is in the house. Oh, <laughs> hey, Scott. What's love up? Uh, <laughs> Allison Fernandez says, We love you, Kay and David, Uncle Ken and Allison. Oh, so, so lovely. Hey, Ken and Allison. Earl, aloha, aloha back, Earl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mr. Earl Manning's all up in the Hawaii's jerk. Uh, Misty says, Becky, you always introduce me to the most beautiful voices. Here's another great example. Lots Aww. of heart faces and a couple drools. See? <laughs> Misty, Misty is a real, she's a real one. She's a super fan. She's I love fan. this. I love that this is going to be <laughs> like a recurring <laughs> thing is people are just going to comment with drool emojis. Uh, <laughs> Hibba says, such romantic lyrics. Oh, you know, that was actually a song I wrote um, about England on my last trip there last year. So just because we were talking about England before, I was like, oh, I wasn't going to start with that song. But I was like, no, I'm going to start with my Brit song. So. Yeah, that's so sweet. I, when was the last time you were in Britain? It was exactly a year ago right now. We went at the end of August. Um, and thank goodness we decided to go last year because this year, you know, totally out of the question. Um, and who knows, even next year, you know, the state of things, whether um, we'll be able to travel overseas. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, let's hope that you get back there soon, especially that all of your British family would love to meet. The baby. Definitely. Yeah, my, my mom, for sure. I really want my mom to uh, see the baby as a baby, you know, rather than all of a sudden it's like, a two-year-old and she just missed you know those 13. those yes 13. not the so good I'm, age i'm really hoping we can get back next year and uh mom can hold the little one yeah so oh. you hear about everyone so wear a fucking mask <laughs> for <laughs> the baby 
<laughs> not playing for around. the future, you know? <laughs> yes. We don't care about your asthma. We care about the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really appreciate you being here. And if you have, if you enjoyed that song, please consider throwing some money at Kate and that baby, you Robert and David. Baby. Yes. And David and his drool emojis. Cause God knows those <laughs> things ain't free. Data ain't cheap. Um, <laughs> Again, this is Kay Priestley, uh, formerly of uh, KP in the Boom Boom. But where, where are you right now? In uh, I, like, you separated from the the big space, but like, where where are you at now in your songwriting journey as an artist? Um, more concentrating on on solo singer songwriting stuff. So this is really stripped down right now, and I I do want to build up the sound. Um, have some more musicians play with me and just figure out kind of with a producer as well, what does that look like if we add certain elements as well? So I feel like I've got enough songs together now. I mean, I've probably got, yeah, I've got, I've got like a long list of songs, um, but I really wanted to get to a point that I just felt comfortable on guitar as kind of figuring out my style. And I, I still feel, um, there's more room for that, but I feel like all musicians, you know, you feel like throughout your life, you're always evolving, always growing. So sometimes you just got to pull the plug and like put your stuff out there. So that's going to be the next step for me, obviously. Uh, well, the next step is, is labor and, and having a baby. And all just those a things. small and, next step, just super small. Yeah. And then once, once she's popped out, then, um, and I feel like I'm in a place that I, I have the time and like mental space and, and energy to get back with the music too, then I, I really want to do that. And um, yeah, it will, I'm excited, but it'll probably, yeah, it'll probably be something kind of more acoustic-y, R&B, soul style. I love that. Well, congratulations on like, I mean, I think that's what's, uh, oh, there we go, Misty, congratulations on your little bundle. Make sure no one who hasn't had their whooping cough shot comes near you. <laughs> oh, brand baby number four for Misty's coming in March. Congratulations, Misty. I mean, everyone deserves, especially people with artistic voices, if it means you just have to keep it as authentic as humanly possible and keep it as true to you as you can. Right. I, I totally agree. I think that's, um, and I love KP. I love all the guys with KP and the Boom Boom. And, you know, we're still taking certain gigs, although just not pushing it as hard. And I think I, I just got to a place that, you know, there's, there's other things that I, I really want to write about that don't necessarily lend themselves to like the vibe of KP and the Boom Boom, which is really up-tempo, it's super happy. And I, I know some of my solo songs are, are really happy too, but there's like a other depth, another layer of depth and consciousness that I feel like I can really um, express a lot more when I strip things down um, in a more singer-songwriter way as well. So that's... That's definitely, I feel like it's, I'm meant to be taking that path as well. That's amazing. Destiny. <laughs> and then we cue like the Disney music right now. <laughs> Kim was ready. What? I do it every time I get dressed in the morning with all my blue. I was going to say, you've been, you've been practicing your whole life. Disney. Like, Kim looks like Snow White's hot sister. I look like yes. I the place in Toy Story. Like, we're already selling it. It works. 
Uh, oh, Cher says, love the sound of your solo music. So great. And your husband is dropping so many drools. There are umbrella emojis now. This is happening. <laughs> there's a splash. There's raindrops. Uh, uh, this is the section of our interview where I let Kim do her stalking. She does an incredible job as your personal Stan fan uh, doing a lot of stalking online. So please, Kim, Take it away with your creepy ass, weird, beautiful, lovely questions. Oh gosh, I have so many. Uh, <laughs> I just want to start out with the one thing that I, I wrote down, but then didn't finish my question. I just wrote S Club Seven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember S Club Seven? I do. I do remember S Club Seven, and I can't remember. They're so, like oh, songs. Never had a dream come true, true. until the day that I found you. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like I, the whole era with the Venga Boys and all. Oh, <laughs> so good. I used to watch well, the show, show all the time. Oh, they so did. good. Yes. What, didn't they come to America with the show? They were like, yeah. Or something? Yeah. Yes. yeah. They were in like Miami Beach, like a bunch of Brits on the Miami Beach. Like, why is it so hot? I don't understand. <laughs> no. It's just, it, it was just pure magic. That's all I wanted to say, apparently, with that one. Uh, but, okay, so uh, you are basically making your own fashion line. You, like you're very creative with your clothes and you do a lot of your own prints and stuff um i do but i'm not i'm not making a fashion like you know if if there was like um a way that we could just like multitask so many different things in our oh, life yeah. that would be one side would be the kp fashion wear line yeah and um who knows down the road you know if if there's some point that i have a team that you know I have the the people available and the resources to also do something with the fashion side of things. Um, I'd really like that. I always wanted to kind of make stage wear for musicians and yeah. stuff. But, um, you know, there's only so much, so many hours in a day. So. Right. Well, <laughs> I fully support that because your stuff is gorgeous. Thank you. I love it. Do you, uh, are you going to make anything for your tiny human? For the little baby, um, yes, I want to. I um, I have plenty of fabrics, and I've already been on Etsy and started loving all the baby patterns that I I, I want to make, like these little kimono jumpsuits and stuff like that. Um, but I've really not had time yet. Um, so we'll see. But I got the skills from my mom. She's a great seamstress. She knits as well and crochets. So um, yeah, hey mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, Lynn. <laughs> My mom used to make um, our clothes back in the day when, when yes, Becky Jo is part of a cult. And <laughs> uh, she would make us matching outfits. And I remember, like, oh. seeing, like, this, like, purple, chunky pattern uh, jumpsuit. And so she had hers and I had mine. And I was like, oh. we look so cool. And I wish that you could make those for us oh, as adults i love that so she made matching outfits like mother and daughter matching. yes oh yeah and because like love i mean that's when you can do that because when they get older it's yeah. weird 
It's when not. It's not. When your daughter is 16 and y'all are dressing alike, I do believe you are trying to get into a club you shouldn't have no business getting into. Also, um, well, David says she's undercutting it. Ask Jackie Vincent. And Jackie and Louie are here. Shout out to Jackie Vincent. Oh, Vincent and that's so are. sweet. I have, I have helped um, Jackie with some styling. I know her sister's back in town now and she's doing a lot of the stuff. Um, but in the past as well, I love Jackie. So I'm like, hey, let me... Let me jazz you up and uh, give you that style look. So one of the favorite ones was when she played Green Hall last year. We found this amazing silver jumpsuit from the vintage shop and I had to repair some of it. And um, yeah, I thought thought she looked fantastic in those pictures that that came out from that show. Twenty seconds to stock Jackie Vincent's. Yes, those yes, (laughs) looked amazing. I had no idea you made that. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we have a question from Mary, I think. What did you say? Or for Misty. I used to sing in my basement storage room. Where's the strangest place you've practiced? That is a great question, Misty. Mm. You know, it's more um, the strangest kind of places you practice is sometimes when you have a show and there's no green room. So you're just in like an alley or you're um, in the corridor of uh, between the kitchen and the bar, or you're in the toilet. Like, I, I actually have to, I've warmed up before in toilet cubicles a lot of the time when there's, there's no room for uh, you to warm up. You just have to do it in the bathroom. So that's, uh, that's usually, I mean, probably that's the less hygienic of them all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if it's the strangest, more... more uh, yeah, the the, uh, the smellier side of warming up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like Depen- that. Depending I- how divey the bar is, you know. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. sometimes it's real gross. Uh, so you're going on tour. This is hypothetical. So you're going to go on tour. Besides the essentials, uh, what are three things that you can't travel or live without? Mm. Um, tea bags. I love tea. But you know, actually, since I've been pregnant, I have been totally off tea. And but normally, I have like I have a whole um, cupboard dedicated to all my different herbal teas. Just love them all. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of off them at the moment. But I'm sure um, once I am. Um, back with just my own body and and not (laughs) when you don't have a tenant (laughs) yes when i don't have a tenant i am sure that the craving for my tea will come back so but just as a vocalist anyway for sure tea um oh man probably my guitar you know then just being on the road is a great time to write for me um yeah, and probably the next thing, um, I love my essential oils, so I probably bring a concoction of those, and that's like my little medicine cabinet, and I like yes. to um, use those on myself, but if somebody else has got an ailment or a headache or something is wrong with them, I'm like, let me make you a potion. So that's, oh my gosh. That's my other little thing on the side that I love to do. Yes, I can't live my life without tea tree oil. It's literally... Yeah. I use it for everything. 
I actually, this, sorry, this is totally gross, TMI, but um, I'm going to tell it. you right now. Give it. Um, I got like a little skin tag on under my um, armpit here and it just, just noticed it this week. It's so random. And uh, so I've decided in pregnancy. with essential oil. So I put oregano, oregano on. I had to dilute it because the first time it burnt so bad. Right. And frankincense. And already it started to go dark like it's going to fall off. So... Um, you know, maybe just don't, you know, I can't really validate them officially, you know, but <laughs> I'm no healthcare professional. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, I, I just, yeah, I love kind of, you know, figuring out what works and what doesn't for yeah. ailments and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I'm Hopefully it doesn't sure. come back as an arm. Yeah. <laughs> frankincense is like a common Wharton skin tag removal in, I'm pretty sure that it's like one of the main ingredients in like the... It is frankincense, oregano oil. Um, I just read clove oil is really good as well. Um, but yeah, you probably, you know, if you've not used essential oils before, you need to know what you're doing. So super strong. So, you know, a lot of them need, uh, di you know, to, to be diluted with a carrier oil and stuff like that. But yeah, we've, I've cured like my husband's snoring as well. I have a, a snore formula. As you said that, he wrote, she broke my snoring with tincture magic hoodoo. Yeah. <laughs> as you said, I cured my husband's snoring. Y'all are literally connected. Also, he claims that you would have taken Heinz baked beans, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we, we are aligned a lot. But yeah, I did. I, uh, if he, you know, has a whiskey, something like that, then... The snoring was crazy. I mean, he's built like a Viking, and um, I don't know if that that contributes to anything. But definitely does. Um, <laughs> yes. But I was like, how do I do this? So I, I did it a couple times. It kind of worked, but I just had to figure out the right formula. And now I use a mixture of peppermint oil, tea tree oil, and lavender. Oh essential oil and it has stopped with the carrier oil it's totally stopped that snoring where do you do you does he drink it or do you shove it up his nose um i've got i've got a little bottle that's got a roll end and he puts it on the soles of his feet um his wrists and the back of his neck yeah and you can okay. put it on your chest too but it's kind of overkill for him you know he's he's uh Already, like, I'm taking one for the team right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Already putting the, the lotion. Don't the tell my Viking brothers. He's like, I don't need to smell like the inside of some bitch's purse at Coachella. Please do not. <laughs> said her, her combo is sandalwood, anise, nutmeg, palo santo, and cinnamon. Ooh. I do like sandalwood. If you put sandalwood in anything, I'm like, mm, fresh. I like fresh. Yeah, I love it. Love it. <laughs> I love that. Um, I do have another, uh, well, it's more so like a mini game um, because I listened to your podcast that you had with Johnny Yowdy, which was, Aww. if you have not listened to it, please listen to it. Yes. It's yes. so inspiring. It's so insightful. And it's just a wonderful conversation with two wonderful people. And so listen to it. How did we get here? please do it now. Oh. Well, not now. Listen to us first and then go listen to Johnny Gowdy's. But uh, you had said, because uh, he had asked you at the very end of if you had any baby names ready. 
and or like had one picked out and you said you did but you weren't going to tell us but you gave us a hint that uh that your husband listened to a song and it had a girl's name in it and so he said if we ever have a girl this is what i want to name her yeah so i thought that i could guess maybe and like and kind of tell Okay, by like, okay. like you know, uh, so let's see, Sharona. <laughs> no, okay. Billy Jean. Close. That was a close one. <laughs> Fanny. Bitch. That's from the Bee Gees, by the way. Mustang <laughs> Sally. Woman. I thought you were gonna say fancy for a second. I'm like, you need to go <laughs> to bed. Uh, Susie Cream Cheese. Aww. Susie Cream Cheese? What song is that? That's from Frank Zappa. Oh, oh David said so close. <laughs> <laughs> with I hope it's so close with Susie Cream Cheese. Uh, what about Eileen? Eileen. That's a, that's a, it's not that, but it makes me want to sing. Come on, Eileen. I know. I went to college with a girl named Eileen, and she got so fucking mad every time we did that. She's like, I get it. <laughs> like, oh, no. My middle name is Irene, and I get that. Like, oh, people are wickedly unoriginal when it comes to bullying. Like, stupid. newsflash. If your kid's going to bully a kid, get fucking red. I don't know. Like, goddamn. Uh, I. <laughs> I used to have people used to uh, sing the lyrics of Kim by Eminem to me. Ooh, no. And that's not okay because it's about murdering his ex-wife and putting her in a trunk. So I don't really like Eminem. Uh, (laughs) And then I have uh, one last guess. Mrs. Robinson. That's it. That's it. That's got to be it. Oh, wait, Kim, did you? I only only have four. Did it. But they're not... um, Music song same. I thought CIMP, like CIMP, like our music <laughs> podcast. CIMP, it's kind of pretty. Yeah. It kind of sounds, like, um, it's like it's like saying simple, but it's simp. It's like it's almost like siempre, like always, but oh, siempre. Yeah, I like that. Put it on the list. Um, oh, and first Handria. <gasps> Ooh, that's a good middle name. Music first Handria. Music um, first Handria. Oh, oh, David says, I'm a Jewish Viking, if that helps. Oh, no. Well, I don't know what that means, but I'm liking that comment. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with no comment, and we'll, I'll, I'll save those for him personally instead of saying them online. And it also makes sense because when we were creeping yesterday in our scheme meeting, Kimberly said, oh, he looks like Seth Rogen. Like, I Viking. wanted to say that. I was like, how does it feel to be married to Seth Rogen? Because he looks like Seth Rogen, and now he's, like, doing a all these drooly version. <laughs> I don't know. So throw is pretty cool. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he's been um, throwing pots lately and all he makes is ashtrays. It's borderline <laughs> weird. All he makes is ashtrays <laughs> and it's very weird, but he is very vocal about his father-in-law's Alzheimer's donate to Alzheimer's. He Alzheimer's is. Yeah, definitely. My, my last one is okay. Just, just, a, just because you're on the, what if Kim B. Joe? Kimby Joe. Just follow me on that one. Kimby is kind of adorable. (laughs) Kimby. It sounds like it's very Australian, it sounds like. Can you do the uh, I can't do an Australian accent? I feel I feel like one of y'all is gonna be able to 
It's not good. I, <laughs> I, because I've been watching, um, Crikey, it's the Irwins, and we've been <laughs> watching it. And so every time we watch it, I've just been like talking in an Australian accent, and I'll just like slip into it. I did do Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and I had to do an Australian accent. So how I would get into it is go smell the rose with your nose. So go smell the rose with your nose. Go smell so- the rose with your nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that's your Australian accent. <laughs> Also, to be fair, um, I was so stoned the first time that I watched Love on the Spectrum that I thought they were in England. They are not. They are. Oh, we watched that too. It's so beautiful, right? It was so beautiful. You know, I used to volunteer for um, just one day a week um, before I moved to um, the U.S. for a theater company in my hometown that worked with adults with learning disabilities and it was at the time it was the only one in the UK and they would tour and and it was just amazing like the things that the adults would come out with was just hilarious to me like there was no filter and there was just something so endearing so one of the days there was a group of them chatting away and they kept looking at me and then one of the girls came over to me she um, has down syndrome and she's like, hey, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. She's like, are you having a bad hair day today? <laughs> and they'd been, they'd been stood there for ages, like, debating, like, what's Yes. <laughs> and so they just told me, and, um, you know, it just, those kind of things just brightened my day for the, for the whole day. I was just smiling. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I loved it. So yeah, I did did also love Love on the Spectrum too. Oh my gosh. We had uh, a, a Down Syndrome um, girl who was a, a woman. Um, yeah. Um, and so she, oh, he's just so excited about life. Um, but she used to say to us, uh, she's like, don't worry, I love you. Somebody's got to. made me laugh so much and I was like thanks Laurel that makes me feel really good about myself (laughs) don't worry I love you Kim somebody's gotta (laughs) I love you too um also uh we've changed your husband's mind uh your your daughter's name is gonna be Kimball surprise um also (laughs) Our wonderful fan, Misty, has done the alzheimersawareness.org down there. So if you want to donate some money, if you would like to tip Kate, please see the tagged Venmo. Also, I'm an ass, and I forgot about Brian Wolf when I was talking about our patrons. Brian Wolf has been a longtime forever friend of the show. Yeah. Music First Hand and CIMP would literally not exist without him. Thank you, Brian. He was recently on the show. Please check out the latest time Brian was in the show. He's an and, absolute peach. And Jeff Plankenhorn, because he and just... That's right. Jeff became a patron. We all he became... Well, nice. He sounded so great last week. He's such a... He, honestly, whenever we get to meet people on this show and have... Like, obviously, we got to meet you through the Benefit Show, but I feel like you're a part of, you've been a part of the alumni family for a long time. And it's like getting to watch our friends hang out. It just... It means everything to us. Thank you so much for everyone who's here tonight watching and commenting we have so many amazing people watching if you're having a good time please consider joining our patreon so you can see more stuff like this and please tip kate she works really hard she's growing a person and doing a show and interview for you so 
Um, basically, you're a baby hater if you don't tip. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I did it. I went to Catholic school. I can say that kind of shit with no with oh impunity. It's fine. Oh my um, God! Oh, let me go get my wallet. Jeez. Okay. Uh, but I would think it's a good time to play a couple more songs. Yes. All right. I would like a twofer, please. A twofer, please, ladies and gentlemen. Please. Kate Priestley. Thank you.
All right, I'll just do my next song. At the moment, I can't see any comments, so I cannot wait to read them at the end. See, see who's out and about tonight on the on the virtual in the virtual realm. I was going to say on the town, but it's not really on the on the town. Yeah, the virtual reality. <clears throat> Futures made of virtual insanity now. Okay, next song. at the moment and uh yeah hope, hope you'll enjoy so beautiful and everyone we i would just like to say that your fans 
are so awesome. They are commenting up a storm and really making Becky Joe and I work for our money. So <laughs> thank y'all so keep much. Up, keep it up, everybody. It's, I mean, I'm I'm like, oh, okay, my questions, their questions. Oh my God. Uh, but uh, Margot says, beautiful, the Lowry's are loving this. Uh, Alice was the theme in the comments. Beautiful. Oh yeah, just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And Allison, um, our Allison says, "Thank you. You have such a lovely sound. Exactly what I needed to calm my mind at the end of the day." Aww. Oh, and Michelle Samuels, because of the delay, she doesn't know that we just said beautiful was a theme. She just commented beautiful with three exclamation points. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> and Louis says, "Sounds amazing." Jackie and Louis. Loving this Aww. vibe of this song. Thank you. Just, I just realized I, I played with my thick pick that last song and I should not have done because it doesn't sound good with a DI. You got to go with a thin pick next time. Next redo time. it. Redo yeah. it. Start <laughs> over. We could do this all night. Did anybody know? Should anybody know? I will I, learn next time. Take the thick pick away, Kate. Do not play. I did, I did ask uh, our commenters for the best uh, fan question and scott collins had a pretty cute one that i thought was nice uh, what is the best movie you've watched thus far in quarantine mm. Mm. i have uh, i i feel like i just watched one that was I don't know how good it can have been if I forgot it, but <laughs> I will have to say at this point, oh, no. everything's a blur. <laughs> it does, honestly. It feels like such a blur. I've watched quite a bit of TV that. Um... Oh no! So sorry, Scott. I do not know which is the best movie. My mother is obsessed with this, uh, and rightfully so. It is arguably hilarious there's a new david batista movie where he's basically kindergarten copying it kind of um he actually got really Love mad it. at someone on twitter who called this his kindergarten cop movie but he makes a kid spy movie called My oh movie. yeah yes it's adorable it's adorable. Aww. It's on Amazon Prime. Yes and it's dave batista come on i don't watch <laughs> anything with him he's so Flippin' sweet. I would do it. Yep. He okay. is very cute. I really liked The Lovebirds on oh, Netflix. See that. If you haven't seen it, it's very, very funny. So I'll have I would to watch put that it. on your list. I did I did watch a great one and I, I don't even remember the name. Um it was a British one about a Muslim boy that is obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. And he <gasps> oh, yes! a writer. And it was just, it was just so great to like go back in time in England and, um, oh, what is that one called? But it's, it's great. I recommend anyone watching that. It was really fun. David, David says how to build a girl. That was That's also not, a great one that we watched. It's not we just that watched movie. That I know that for sure. <laughs> that is a great one too. It's about a 16 year old girl that starts writing for NME, a music magazine, and she's kind of going through a teen, um, teen life shall we say <laughs> what is this on um that one was we rented it last night how okay. to build a girl and that that was also kind of similar to the to the other british one about the the kid that loves bruce springsteen and is yeah writer. but sometimes you know you just got to have those those little brit moments mm. Love it. well speaking of brit moments uh 
the uh, game. <laughs> I've been trying to, as our listeners and Patreon people know, I've been trying to curate the games for the artist. Um, I also watch a lot of Graham Norton's show, which is maybe the most American thing about, I feel like more white Americans watch Graham Norton than actual Brit, maybe, I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe that's just how gay my algorithm is on Facebook. <laughs> I watch a lot of Graham Norton. And, oh, I love uh, Graham. Oh, he's so sweet. Like I love him so, and I, I love that. It's funny whenever he has, uh, moms who are now in Hollywood or whatever that were born and raised as Brits or in the UK and they're like are you LA now are you gonna raise your kid LA now and Austin is basically the next LA so I figured we could ask you is your baby gonna be a baby Brit or a baby Brexin which is a British <laughs> Texan I think <laughs> oh see Allison said my spy loved the movie thank you it was good um and blinded by the light Blinded by the light. Oh, that was what it was. Yeah, it was. That was a great one. Oh, Charlotte you. said that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, bless. Um, oh, yes. And David says he loves Graham. You have to. Your wife is British. Um, yeah. <laughs> you see, no, but that that actually was one of the first things we kind of watched in that first year together. And my husband would laugh so much watching it that I was like, oh, okay, he's he's like a good one. He gets the British humor. So. And it was uh, the Graham Norton show as well that he'd, he'd always laugh, He's have a good laugh watching it. Well, damn you, David, oh for gosh. setting unrealistic standards for all of the American men. I can't, I'm not even British. Dick. <laughs> what a total dick. Um, I found some, I found maybe the weirdest, cre okay, do, are you familiar with the cartoon, The Family Mess? I am not. Good. It ran for one year. Uh, it was not a long-running cartoon. But uh, my, my question is, I'm going to give you the description of the family nest, and you can choose between that or Paw Patrol, which I'm pretty sure even you have to know nothing about, and we know they're about dogs saving the world. Okay. Um, oh, David Wait. says Brit Humor. <laughs> yes, Kim, you read it. Uh, Brit Humor is Jew Humor. Very close. Very, very close. Um, yes, it's very similar. It's basically very passive aggressive. That those are the Yeah, I was gonna say it's there. very dry and just what <laughs> no. I love it. It's Which, same. Fun fact, historically, uh, I don't I cannot remember the rabbi at the time. There's a very historical rabbi that says he saw more God in the laughter of individuals than in the scripture. So he is the one that basically like now in rabbinical school, you get taught how to tell jokes while you're giving a service. So that's why <laughs> rabbis are funny and Catholic priests are terrifying. Okay. What a four. fun I, I am just going to turn my light on really quick. I'm just turning the light on because it's getting super dark here. <laughs> and I, it's all of a sudden gone super Star Wars. So give me one sec. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very confessional booth. But I, I feel I like- so. okay, I'll, I'll read the description to you. The Family Nest was a cartoon show from 1984 to 1985. Kim, don't laugh. I'm wearing this crown because it's like a, we're having a baby shower game. I love it. And yes. also, I'm the queen. Perfect. Um, okay. Hey Everyone put your hand on the screen so it's like we're touching her belly. Women, pregnant women love that, right? Yes. Can I touch your belly? I love the invasion of space. That's exactly yeah. what you do with a person growing another individual inside them whilst raging on those hormones. 
touch their stomach. Great idea. Um, Kim, the family nest is about the Mactoot children. I love it already. I told you not to laugh. The Mactoot children, um, Elspeth and Angus, head down to Loch Ness, blow on their whistles, and have fun with the Nessies. Oh, you can't <laughs> expect me not to laugh at that Would you rather let your kids watch The Family Ness or Paw Patrol, which I have my own things. Half of the Paw Patrol puppies are cops, so I don't know how I feel about my kids watching Paw Patrol. Would I rather I'm going to go with the Ness one. Yeah, go with the Ness. Totally. Bring Nessie. Yeah, the- you know, it's good for kids to have an imagination, you know, and think that there's some big deep you know lake creatures and whatever else um so it's good to scare children from swimming yeah. <laughs> give them some yeah i i think that we need to evoke more fear in our kids because <laughs> we're See, just I, well here's my thing we're coddling them as a person who loves to be scared and as a kid who loved horror can we give kids not real horror films that we can be like bitch this isn't real it's a giant dinosaur in the water do the math that's not a thing but if we were like paw patrol by the way one of those cops you know we just he might have had oh my god way scarier than a reptile in the water of one isolated area Then that's all my that's my one point. Um, okay, I also found out there was a. Did you used to watch sorry, Rude Dog and the Dweebs? What? What the is dweebs? that? Was that a here? Um, it was a, It was about dogs, like the life of dogs, but they all spoke and had you know kind of human traits, and um, it was awesome. It's called Rude Dog and the Dweebs, and uh, I did. That's really that. funny. Rude yeah. Dog and the. I it's kind of like Rugrats, but just with dogs. Oh. oh my god i'm watching that tonight i'm finding it <laughs> did the chucky dog have allergies and couldn't eat chicken? <laughs> oh. oh no and the I... angelica dog was still clearly a lesbian <laughs> um, okay so there's apparently a show called fun house i loved fun house it was 89 to 99 so a good 10 year long run would you rather than watch fun house or slime time live and mind the americans in the audience these the only i'm gonna show you a picture of the hosts of this and you're gonna tell me if you would let your children watch this what the hell is this what is that it looks like these white people tried to rob the wop video but did it really wrong Like they're in like a, like a like a inflatable area clearly, but there's oh, a lot it was of amazing. happening. Fun house wow. all the way. All because the way. when you were a kid, you wanted to be in that fun house. Was it all inflatable? It was all yeah. It was like this obstacle course that was all inflatable, but it had different platforms and different levels. So there were certain steps, but um, everything was kind of cushioned and. Um, you got timed and the fastest team won and there was ball pools and there was nets and all kinds of things and it was I'm here so for fun. it. Basically yeah. you're saying Ken could just bounce all the way down it. I love whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan of it. Okay. Well, um, I know you're gonna be a fan of this one, Kim, because we have Batman here in the u.s which obviously we have everywhere it's intern he's an international he's he goes where he's wanted except it's if it's outside new york um or banana man <laughs> banana, banana man banana, oh, banana man. man 
Ben. Wow. Yeah. He ran from 83 to 86, and uh, the best part yeah. was his sidekick slash best friend was a crow uh, who brought him- No, oh, hate birds. Strength. I he hate birds. On on. He kind of looked a bit like Desperate Dan, a Desperate Dan superhero with, you it's know- It's a very weird- I'm going to just and... send these all to Chris right mm -hmm. now so that he knows. I'm sending all the pictures, and he'll put them in the comments huh. because- Girl, they are weird. Banana Man looks so much like Batman, but if we had to like adopt him to not be copywritten, <laughs> he's got bananas for feet. I don't he's got like bananas. How does he walk? Doesn't he just slip all over the place? Also, look at this close up <laughs> of his face. Look at those feet. It's like Johnny Bravo and Batman had a baby, and they're just like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, totally. too close in gene pools. Uh, Cheryl T says, fun house, a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think there ever was, surprisingly. Um, I, I don't know how it survived so long. It was, it was basically the kids' version of Gladiators. Right. Did yeah. you have that in the U.S. as well? You yeah. You had the Gladiator one? Yeah. Well, we also had, uh, what was, uh, what's, what, Guts. Legends. Oh, I was thinking Legends Guts. of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, well, Guts, because that, that one was, like, more of an obstacle course, too. Oh. And it was very gladiator type, but more kid down. I don't know. I always wanted to do one of those because I'm kind of violent, and <laughs> I just like to elbow people and, like, beat them up and just... I mean, it's like a of sign of the times, times, right, that we could do that in the 90s, and now it's, like, no way. <laughs> No, and now we're never going to touch anybody ever again. Right, right. So. Right, now it's mask up and don't touch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which I'm also here for, let's be real. Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't like people touching me. No touching. Um, no touching. Oh, oh, Cher said it was not inflatable. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, wait, okay, so would you, would you sign up Banana Man or Batman? Because I'm all team Banana Man. I kind of like that. Um, you know, I, I remember, I think I love Banana Man, but I was, I remember just over the years, Batman just as a franchise has been the one that, um, has had more, I guess, influence over me as a kid. And, uh, one of my favorite films for a while was the, the Joker one with Jack Nicholson for some reason. Like I just loved it when I was a teenager. Yes! So I'm going to go with Batman. <laughs> I love oh, that. Plus, it's easier to find the merch. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, you got to make your own banana man. Oh, okay. So, apparently, I did find some children's songs that had just fucked up meanings. Uh, and they're, <laughs> All of them? All of them. I mean, like, we all know, like, yeah. rape around the posy or whatever. But apparently yeah. this, might, this might be uh, revelatory for me as well. I didn't even realize what I was singing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, we all, like, we all found out the ice cream song was racist recently. Like, we're all learning. Um, okay, right. so apparently, would you rather your kid listen to Jack and Jill or the Frozen theme song 126 times or whatever? Apparently, Jack and Jill... Oh. As if falling down a hill and breaking your crown isn't enough, Jack and Jill might be about something even more serious. Uh, according to Dr. Oliver Turrell of Loughborough? Loughborough. 
Loughborough. Okay, Loughborough yeah. University. The literary critics suggest that the nursery rhyme might be a warning against losing your virginity and thus your own downfall. In this context, Jill is pregnant <laughs> while Jack is a deadbeat dad who runs away from his responsibility. Wow. Yes! That song over and over again. <laughs> Seems like my Seventh Day Adventist is coming out. <laughs> I know. And be like, listen, I'm going to sing you this this song. This is about how your father and me met, and how this is some bullshit. <laughs> That's what I would do. Wow. I still wouldn't listen to the Frozen theme song 126 times. I would just. Well, which one? Frozen one or Frozen two? Does it matter? It does. <laughs> Frozen one, let it go is, but the new one from Frozen two is so good. I kept into the unknown, into the unknown, so good. Yeah, I love a good Disney song. Wait, what's your favorite Disney song, Kate? Um. You know, it used to be um, the one from Pocahontas. And you'll never hear the wolves cry from the doo-doo-doo. Um, but, you know, I, I also used to love the Lion King soundtrack with Elton John yeah. doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of love a lot of them, really. Um, but growing up as well, Aladdin was one of the big ones. But that's just because I wanted to be whisked away by Aladdin on a magic carpet. Um, so. Not that song though. That song I feel is about date rape. Oh. Don't you dare close your eyes. Yeah. Hold your breath. It gets better. It's like, excuse me. Oh, wow. It's like you can feel him screaming that in the back. Of yeah, head. and it's like all hot, and you're like, ah. The bump. Trying to. How do you like this? Trying to enjoy the view. Get off. And me. I love um the you know so the I never like. I don't remember watching the Little Mermaid at the time and being like a super fan, but I recently sang a friend's baby shower last week, uh, last week, last year, and we sang Under the Sea. Um, one of my friends, Carolyn, that plays in KP and the Boom and plays Steel Pan yes. too, so we had this whole yes. Calypso vibe going on. And I just love uh, one of the lines, it's... Um, we got a hot crustacean band. And I'm like, oh my God, the hot crustaceans, you know, like, and I could just imagine them. And I just, I just love that imagery. Like that is, it's such a good song. It's so well done. I think they actually won maybe like an Oscar for best, you know, one of the best film song or a Grammy yeah. for that. And I understand why, like, it's very cleverly written, that song. See, oh. my nephew, I've been uh, babysitting my like my sister needs a, she has three kids and one of them is in first grade. So she's like, please watch one of them while I breastfeed the other and the other one talks at a camera. I've been watching him and uh, the other, yesterday he came at me with um, castanets, like plastic castanets. And I was like, <laughs> one, where did you get those? Two, I'm beating up my sister for cultural appropriation. Three, can we not, this is not, <laughs> I just basically convinced my half Turkish nephew that him coming at me with castanets was racist. And that's why I needed him to stop clapping in my hangover. But that was, Oh my God. I would sing him? poor unfortunate souls to my baby. You would. I would, oh, but in the correct key though, the lower key. I can't remember. I can't remember what I read you for, for being a seventh day Adventist. Cause it was like, 
five minutes ago, but two minutes ago for the stream. David said, definitely true. And I once dated an Adventist. She made me vegan. Never again. Oh, <laughs> that's why I'm out of it. I tell you what. Yeah. You did it. Yeah, you did I was a, a 360. Yeah. I was a vegetarian for years and years. And I remember the first time that I ate pepperoni at school and I came home crying and I was like, I'm going to hell. My parents are like, oh, we don't do that anymore. Eat as much fucking pork as you want. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, that's just like burning a, like burning a, like, like a, like a, like a Catholic temple, like what are those sacrificing called? Are those a goat. Yeah, like we an should, <laughs> we should turn grandma? the lights off again and have confessionals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this last, this last, they're just like rapid fire ones. They're not like real. Um, are you going to be like a meat pie or pork taco or a breakfast taco kind of mom? Ooh, breakfast taco. They're easier. Ooh. But in England, when we go back, for sure, they're, they're having the pies. Oh, what's your favorite kind of like meat pie? Um, I actually love, uh, I love a steak and kidney pie. That's my mom's favorite, actually. And I, but my favorite pie is a Cornish pie. Well, it's called a Cornish pasty. And it's kind of like ground beef, but with carrots and peas and um, some herbs and spices. Not that many, because obviously the British, you know, they're not French. So everything's <laughs> a bit blander. <laughs> but you just throw some brown gravy on and sop it all up. It tastes great. Um, it's the comfort food. <laughs> this is going to make me want to watch the Great British Baking Show again. Oh, I love it. Love that. I love that show um, so much. Just because, like, it's, it, it's, they're so sweet. Everyone's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. No one's, and no one's nice to each other on American competition. No. Everyone's like, I set your shit on fire. Good luck winning, <laughs> dick. They won't cast you, see, you the, on a baking show unless you're mean. Yeah. It's kind of like passive aggressiveness, though, with Brits. So you have to be careful of them, you know, because they they come across nice but i can pick up the undertones of what they're Ooh. how they're really feeling so yeah that's, that's what i'm gonna say the way more just this is me and this yeah. and way more vocal about feelings whereas the brits do it behind closed doors well i'm gonna say that when i'm on a reality show or competition show with somebody british i'm be like kate told me to watch out for your shit, Nancy, and I'm gonna. You might be old and sweet, but I know you're just being a dick. Because Kate told me. No. Are you are you gonna be a Cindy or a Barbie? Ooh, neither. You know why? Because um, I'm all. I was all about the Cabbage Patch Kids growing up. Yes. Yay! Yeah. And actually on my on my pregnancy app it says that the baby is the size of a cabbage this week. And so I was like, yes, my very own cabbage patch. Oh shit, that's gonna make me cry. Oh that my gosh. You so should you should make uh David get a uh a tattoo on his butt in the cabbage patch font of your baby's name. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually, as well, I was going to say, I, I did always want a Barbie growing up and my mom wouldn't let me because at the time there was no diversity with the skin range. And so she didn't want Not me. Not until Teresa. 
Not until Teresa. <laughs> so that was one of the reasons, you know, like um, my mom was always thinking about those things as a black woman and thinking about a daughter, like how can she be exposed to things that are more representative? So, yeah, so that, so I got the cabbage patches. So you instead. got a cabbage patch. Cabbage patch had a black doll before Barbie did, right? I oh, think yeah. so, yeah. I had um, I had a black cabbage patch, white cabbage patch, cr- crimp and curl. Ca- like, I had all the different, like, things of cabbage patch. <laughs> yeah. I remember my, oh my, my sister God. was born in 1980. She, she doesn't listen to this podcast, so I don't care. My sister's 40. Um, she, got, she was born in 1980, and my mom has, like, a very specific memory of, like, waiting in, like, 1984, 1983, waiting for the black cabbage patch doll outside of the Toys R Us. Cause like the whole city was just like, holy shit. I finally have a doll that looks like my oh. daughter. And then my, my redheaded white ass, like Irish freckled little babies adult now sister was like, I want the black doll. And my mom was like, okay. She's like, I'm the only one white lady in the line. Like, yeah, I remember like her telling me that she's like, oh, I had to wait in line for that doll because Leslie refused to have Damn. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, my itty bitty baby from American Girl doll was black and that's the one that I picked out oh, oh. Wait, when American Girl dolls American Girl dolls like st- their whole first line was all like the scariest young white girl experiences and they were just like um I'm sorry what the what what <laughs> You have a girl that grew up on a plantation? I'm sorry. Oh, oh no. History's a bitch. Michelle uh, says, Ah, oh, can't wait to meet the little cabbage. Oh. And David says she loves my butt. So put a tat on it. Yeah, Viking <laughs> butt. Chris I says do, Viking I, butt. I say he's got the cutest buns on the block. Oh. So put a signature on it. Own that shit. <laughs> okay, my last, my last baby question is are you going to be a tea time mom or a Capri Sun tossed into the void I'm a Capri Sun drink it out of your jellies I don't give a damn stop <laughs> oh yeah take are you gonna take tea time or just shove some liquid in a kid's mouth and say get out of my face <laughs> tea time tea time <laughs> I mean sweet. I'm gonna I'm gonna also do that too where I'm like please just yeah. use a bottle and here's, here's some juice but um, but I really at some good point, good luck, kid. If 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 like she wants that, you know, um, then yeah, I'll get her a little tea set. I used to love my little tea set. Uh, growing that up. was my favorite thing yeah. was having tea parties. Oh yeah, so sweet. Oh, so it's yeah, I'll definitely so cute. carry on that. Yeah, we should try to find like cabbage tea set thing so it would be like <laughs> you know like tea cabbage leaves oh and drinking yeah. out of a it garden set yes <laughs> i'm gonna find Ugh. that and i'm gonna pin it in the comments and everyone's gonna send you a, te- a cabbage patch <laughs> tea set but come on if you have a british mum, why wouldn't you have tea time yeah there's yeah. definitely things that, like, I was just saying that to my husband. I gotta, I gotta keep so, certain traditions. I know I've acclimatized a lot to, you know, living in America, but I definitely want my kids as well to, to, you know, just have yeah. some British, British experiences, even in Texas. <laughs> well, he'll throw in his uh, Viking traditions for sure, like putting the kid on a boat 
uh, <laughs> with like a spear and a horn hat and saying, good luck, kill us oh, some dragons. Definitely. Yeah. He'll, he's, he's actually, I'm sure he's going to be doing axe throwing. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a threat, like, go to bed or I will Viking toss you into the ocean right now. That's oh, that's gonna cool. That's going to be a good threat. <laughs> She's going to be go. very multi-talented. A lot, lot of layers. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, my. I want her to be like Merida <laughs> from Brave. And yeah, just, totally. Totally. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, I love that. Uh, are we ready for our last song, I think? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Hey, Chrissy, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening, y'all. And yeah, thank you, Becky and Kim. It's been a real pleasure. Chris, too.
Yes, yes, yes. All day. Thank you. Who came to join us tonight. Um, all of your amazing comments. We could not appreciate you being here more. If you had an amazing time tonight like we did, please, please, please tip Kate. Uh, it is a pinned comment at the below in the comments. So please send your money her way. Uh, towards the baby. My baby decided to join me for this because she is very soothed. It's thunderstorming here and you have calm oh. um, Thanks again to all of our patrons. We could not obviously do this show without you. We appreciate everything you do and thank you for everything. And our, our, like, again, this, the quarantine is such a weird experience for everyone, but it is a shared experience. We're all going through this isolation. So if you had a good time tonight, consider joining our patron and continuing on this journey with us um, and continue to support Kate. Jessica Bernard has a great comment that I think is amazing. So wonderful to see you in your element. That little nugget is going to come out singing. Love you guys, XOX. Truly, Oh, is- hey, Jessica. Was that Jessica you said? Yeah, Jessica Bernard. Oh, that's, that's going to be the auntie. Oh. Auntie. <laughs> My auntie, honestly, yeah. As a, I, just, I just had a new niece about five months, six months ago. She's huge. Oh. Cannot wait for you to get to see your little nugget. It's very exciting. And thank you you. for being a part of the show. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We love you, Kate and Kim. Kim, Yeah. Bye, Becky. Bye, Kim. Okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.